Welcome into episode 6 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. I'm your host, Connor Rabjack. The Winnipeg Jets went 1-2 and two over the last week as we saw three of the biggest crowds at Canada Life Centre, starting with the Dallas Stars, then the Edmonton Oilers when Connor McDavid came to town, and then Connor Bedard's first game against the Winnipeg Jets at Canada Life Centre was on Saturday. Jets came away with the win in that one. Let's get into those games. The first game of the homestand featured a battle between two of the top teams in the Central Division, the Winnipeg Jets and the Dallas Stars, and the Stars came away on top in this one, winning 2-0. Jake Ottinger with a 27-save shutout. But the real story of this game was the Winnipeg Jets' inability to convert on two five-on-threes. Uh, Rick Bonus talked about it post-game. It's something that they've practiced before, uh, and they'll continue to practice, but in this game, it was a huge concern. They had the two five-on-threes, and it cost them the game. Especially against a team like Dallas, who is great at suppressing chances at 5-on-5, and that showed the Jets didn't really generate enough offensively. But when they had their chances on the 5-on-3, they were unable to convert, and Rick Bonus said in the postgame that that's what cost them the game. And it's hard to disagree with him. Uh, Jake Ottinger was fantastic, but the Jets definitely could have made life harder on him, and they failed to do so, dropping this one to the Dallas Stars to kick off the homestand. The Jets have now lost twice on home ice to the Dallas Stars this year. They'll have to play some catch-up in terms of tiebreakers with them for a team that they might be fighting with for seeding down the stretch. This is a very rough start to lose back-to-back to them to start the year, and they'll have to win some games in Dallas to even the season series. Then the first Connor came to town, and that's Connor McDavid, and they walked away with a win. The Oilers won 3-1 to on this night. Leon Dreisaitl with the goal late on the power play to give Edmonton its fourth straight victory. I said on episode 5 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly that the Oilers had to turn it around at some point, and they have. They've won four straight games. The Jets were the latest to lose to them, and they seem to be right back in the hunt for a playoff spot. As for the Jets' side of things, a lot of what you didn't like in the Dallas game carried over into this one. They failed to generate enough at 5-on-5 to win this game. A lot of Edmonton's faults this year have been the goaltending and their defense core, and the Jets simply didn't do enough to challenge those aspects of Edmonton's game and they let Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl take the game over in the third period and that was it from there. The Jets also got shredded in the faceoff department losing over 70% of the faceoffs to Edmonton. Rick Bonus in the postgame actually said that that was their biggest problem. For a team like that to give them possession that often off the draw, he said was their biggest detriment in losing this one 3-1. I will say this was one of the most entertaining games of the year. The score doesn't really do it justice. Both Connor Hellbuck and Stuart Skinner were making some really nice saves. Connor Hellbuck specifically, he was having a fantastic game until Darnell Nurse fired a shot from way out. Just stepped in over the blue line, a soft shot that somehow beat Connor Hellbuck. He looked unbeatable up until that point, which made it all the more shocking that that goal went in. And Darnell Nurse spoke after the game, and he spoke to that goal and how it really felt like a turning point for their team in this one. It felt like they had all the momentum. They were all over Winnipeg, and the only thing they couldn't beat was Connor Hellebuck. And then they eventually did. And then Leon Dreisaitl scores on the power play late, and the Jets dropped their third straight game. Another thing to note from this game was the fact that Gabe Velarde made his return. He missed over six weeks with an MCL sprain that sidelined him in the LA Kings game earlier in the season. He was back in the lineup. He was on the fourth line playing a minimal role, but it was nice to see him return, get his feet wet, get back up to speed. And as you can see here, if you're on YouTube, his JFresh hockey card, his analytics are fantastic. He's a bona fide top six player 
who's going to add some defense. He's going to add some skill. He's going to add some goal scoring. And it's a huge boost to the Jets lineup, especially given that they had at the time lost two straight. They lost to Edmonton. He wasn't playing that big of a role. And then on Saturday, Vladislav Nemesikov was out with a lower body injury. So Gabriel Velarde, almost out of necessity, had to slide up to the second line alongside Cole Perfetti and Alex Ayafalo. And let's get into that Saturday game, Connor Bedard's first game against the Winnipeg Jets, and it took him under five minutes to score, scoring just four minutes and 39 seconds in, giving the Blackhawks a 1-0 lead. Uh, he is such an entertaining player to watch. Rick Bonus in the postgame talked about how Connor Bedard, he's lived up to the billing, his hockey IQ is off the charts, he's worth the price of admission. And it's just, it was a ringing endorsement for Bedard. And at 18 years old, he's just one of the most entertaining players across the entire NHL. And people showed up to watch him. This was the highest attended game inside Canada Life Center this season. 14,189 people were there to watch Bedard's first game against Winnipeg. But it was actually the Jets who came away with the win in this one after that 1-0 goal by Bedard. The Jets really took this game and never looked back. Uh, they did generate a lot more at 5-on-5, five five, as you would expect against a team like Chicago. Dallas and Edmonton kind of kept the Jets to the perimeter, but in this one, especially the second period, it felt like the Jets were getting two-on-ones, three-on-twos, lots of chances off the cycle, you name it, and you that's exactly what you want against a team like Chicago, a team you should beat, and the Jets snapped their three-game losing streak. And the skill and talent that I mentioned earlier of Gabriel Velarde was on full display with the Jets' first goal of the game. It came on the power play, off the rush. Velarde turned a defenseman inside out, slid the puck to Shifley, who made no mistake from the slot, and the Jets got on the board early. And then Cole Perfetti got his ninth goal of the year. That's a new career high. That got the Jets going as well. And one last thing to note about the win was Declan Chisholm got into his first game of the year. Rick Bonus spoke highly of him in the postgame, saying that he always made the right play. He looked confident with the puck. He's a good skater. We know that. But he was more impressed with the decisions he made with the puck. He alluded to how young players sometimes will be under pressure and give their problems to someone else. But Chisholm actually did the opposite and he made the right play. He was confident and he looked great. That's going to do it for the game recaps portion of the video. If you're here, make sure you drop a thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any videos like this from Winnipeg Sports Talk in the future. And let's get into the awards. We've got the hardest working jet and the three stars of the week coming up. Let's start with the hardest working jet of the week. Dylan DeMello is my hardest working jet of the week simply because of the fact that he looked great in the matchups he was given. The analytics might not support it given that McDavid and Bedard generate offense at a level that isn't really seen across the league, but DeMello made a lot of plays. They had a huge hit on Bedard late in the second period of that one. And then against Edmonton, you know, he was tasked him and Josh Morrissey with shutting down Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. He's my hardest working jet of the week for a multitude of reasons, but the way he looked in those matchups, I feel solidifies him as the hardest working Jet of the week. This is DeMello's first time winning the award. A few other defensemen have won it, including Brendan Dillon. Dylan Sandberg won it last week for all the shots he was blocking. And you could say the same about Dylan DeMello, laying his body on the line, hitting guys, doing whatever it takes to keep the Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl's, and Connor Bedard's out of those high danger areas. Now it's time for the three stars of the week. Let me know in the comments below if you agree with my choice for the hardest working Jet and who your three stars of the week are for the Winnipeg Jets. And let's get into those right now. This one might not make sense given he was the starting goalie for all three games and they came away with a losing record. But my third star of the week is Connor Hellebuck. 
I feel that in that Edmonton game, he was the only reason it was really close in the first place. The Chicago game, he shuts the door. And the Dallas game, he kept the Jets in it as well. Uh, five on five, I don't think they generated enough against Dallas. They had the five on threes. But Hellebuck is a big reason why they were in that game in the first place. His save percentage on the year is now up to 9-12. His goals against average 2-4-9 and his record 11-6-1. After the shaky start, these numbers are starting to look a lot more like the Vesna winning goaltender we've seen. He's saving a lot of goals above expected, and he's my third star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. My second star of the week is none other than Mark Shifley. There was actually a line change to the top line. Kyle Connor and Mark Shifley stayed together, but Nikolai Ehlers joined them on their wing, and they were doing whatever they wanted offensively. It was a really fun line to watch this week. Off the rush, off the cycle, it didn't matter. They were doing whatever they wanted, getting to the spots they wanted. And Mark Sheffield was actually the first star in that Chicago win where he scored the opening goal off of the nice play from Gabe Velarde that I mentioned earlier. But that top line of Ehlers, Connor, and Shifley, really dynamic offensively. And it'll be interesting to see if they can start racking up the points going forward. This past week of Winnipeg Sports Talk Daily, Huss was actually asking the guests who their quarter season MVP for the Winnipeg Jets would be. And Dan Robertson, the voice of the Jets on TSN, actually mentioned Mark Shifley. Fresh off the extension, he's over a point a game. He looks more motivated defensively. And him and Kyle Connor are doing amazing things in the offensive zone. And then you add Nikolai Ehlers and that line has looked incredible. And if he keeps it up, the Jets are in a really good spot. Mark Shifley, my second star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. My first star of the week is Cole Perfetti. He's got a new career high in goals. He had eight in 51 games last season. And now this year, he's got nine already in 23. He's on pace for over 30 goals. He's got 19 points in 23 games, and he's a plus seven. A lot of people expected a breakout season from Cole Perfetti, given where he was drafted, 10th overall back in the 2020 draft, and given it's his third season in the NHL, is usually when you see players break out. But I don't think many people expected him to be near a point per game and be as reliable offensively as he has been. He's been on the top power play. He's a big reason why that unit has been actually decent over the course of November. And he's been a great, great addition to that top six. He's healthy. He's playing great. He's got a new career high in goals. My first star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly, Cole Perfetti. Now, before we get into the upcoming schedule, let me know in the comments below who your quarter season MVP is for the Winnipeg Jets. There's a lot of people to choose from. I was on Winnipeg Sports Talk Daily on Monday and I said Kyle Connor. Remus said Josh Morrissey, Huss said Mark Shifley. Let me know who you think in the comments below and let's get into the upcoming schedule. The Winnipeg Jets will wrap up their four game homestand on Monday night at 6.30 against the Carolina Hurricanes. In this game, they will be wearing their new alternate jerseys, the Fly the 48, a jersey that when it was released in training camp, not a lot of fans really loved it. We'll see how they look on the ice. I'm really excited to see how it looks in-game action. That game goes at 6.30. Then the Winnipeg Jets will hit the road, and their first game of the road trip is a tough one. The Central Division-leading Colorado Avalanche on the road. That game is a Thursday night, December 7th. Then, December 10th, another Sunday game. We saw that a few weeks ago when the Jets played the Predators. They're doing it again against the Anaheim Ducks, who have been a pleasant surprise this year, a really young and fun team. Then they continue their California road trip to December 12th, where they take on the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks 
a historically bad start to their season, but they've actually turned it around as of late. They just recently beat the New Jersey Devils on the road. So they're another young team to watch, a game which the Jets should win. Uh, and then the second night of a back-to-back, both these games past 9 p.m. Central start. So make sure you're drinking your coffee the day of. And then on the second night of the back-to-back, the Jets will take on the LA Kings for the second time this season. The Jets got blown out at on-home ice five to one the first time they took on the kings now in la we'll see how the jets fare against one of the best teams in the western conference another notable storyline is gabriel velarde was asked about the play he was hurt on earlier this week about blake lazat the play he fell on his knee sprained his mcl he's out for six weeks he said it was quote a stupid play and i would expect tensions to be very high for this one That's going to do it for episode six of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. Thank you everyone for checking it out. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed and hitting the notification bell so you don't miss videos like this from Winnipeg Sports Talk next week, next Monday. The Jets do play Sunday night, so maybe a Tuesday release next week. But a big week for the Winnipeg Jets. You got the Hurricanes, the New Jerseys, and then a tough Central Division battle against the Colorado Avalanche. And then ending it off with the game against the Anaheim Ducks. It should be a fun one. I'll be back next week to recap it. So check it out next week. And until then, make sure you're checking out Hustin Remus live every day at one o'clock on YouTube. And I will see you all next week. Have a great week, everyone.